Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from. Put your dead son in the cemetery. It's him or carry. Be very afraid. You'll be our number one I'm fan and one get day. carried away. All working, no play, you know it. Always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every nards? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Shoot him out of a cannon. Head cannon. Head cannon. Welcome to Head Cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest. One of our 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 most enjoyable guests. No, I just feel like we always have. I in the wilderness of Oregon. Yeah, but I feel like we always have so much fun with you. And I'm gonna pronounce your name this right, correct, correctly this time, Tracy. Roland, how are you doing this evening? Oh, bravo. Bravo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm changing it now just because you know that one. I'm going to come up with something that's more like Gaelic with a bunch of L's and J's in it. And you'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I mean, you know, it's been cold and, and today was like early summer it's mocking me i know it's going to go back to cold again uh but yeah i'm doing pretty good i'm getting healthy and getting strong again and feeling good yeah awesome awesome how about you brent what have you been up to um not a whole lot just like just relaxing um kara and the kids became catholic this weekend oh nice okay that was kind of a cool <laughs> yeah because i was i was raised catholic and um and they they converted and we went to a um, like an Easter mass on well Easter Eve mass that was like three hours like it was when they they indoctrine people into the church. Oh wow! Like yeah, it was a long time, long ass time. But it was pretty cool. It was it was kind of fun and uh, yeah. Right. And everything was going wrong. There were three there were three and a half priests there. Oh, one guy was like a priest in training. Okay. Oh, yeah. so it was, was like, gonna be like oh, that sounds like a really horrible accident. If there's and the head priest, priest, yeah, the head priest was like he messed up a bit, and like the other priests, and like because we were back there because we were like I was their sponsor, you know, so like be like, hey, they're, they're okay to be Catholic. <laughs> but I was back there with all the priests, and the the main priest messed up, and the three other priests were like giving him shit. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was funny. They were like laughing at him because he messed up. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> oh man, you know I've I've yep. never like uh, my family all like kind of I was kind of raised Christian like my parents didn't go to church regularly or anything but like that's when we went to church or like had holidays or whatever it was a Christian church and um 
I'd never, I hadn't had much experience with Catholicism, but I think one of the, like one of the only things I've ever been to Brent was I think your dad's funeral, uh, which I went to and, and, uh, it was so long. It I was like, I had never, I'd never been to anything like that, you know? <laughs> well, and like what I, yeah, like, okay. A cool thing about the Catholic church though, is the brevity about it. Mm-hmm. Any normal mass is 45 minutes and it's done. You're out of there. Oh, you're really? Beating everyone in line at Applebee's, you know, like you're, it's quick. Oh, interesting. So that was like a different experience for sure. The longest wedding I've ever been to, though, was a Catholic wedding, and they did the full mass. And I was, yeah, I was just thinking about this recently, and I was like, I, I was not raised uh, in a church of any kind. I think I went to Sunday school once on Easter, uh, and I was mad afterwards because they put me with the younger kids, and I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah. I, I was just like, oh, okay, okay. I'd, like maybe if I said something, they would have been like, oh, sorry, mistake. But no, me, I was like, they're punishing me because I've never been here. They're putting me with the <laughs> and uh, I told my mom and I was like I was offended or something so I, I don't think that's why we didn't go back but in my head I was like they're respecting the fact that I was mortally offended by God um, and uh, yeah but then I went to this like Catholic wedding and it was lovely but oh my god I was like I am not prepared like I would have gone to the bathroom beforehand and oh, you know no, yeah. but, like yeah. Prep. I would have brought snacks. Like that was a long <laughs> service. Right. It was long. And you're not Catholic, so you can't like eat like the body of Christ to tie you over a bit. You know? <laughs> no, I didn't. I got no snacks, no beverage, nothing. I was like, this is. You come to my house, like I'm sharing, whether yeah. you're you know with me or not. Like you know, feels like <laughs> rude. Did you guys hear about the Dalai Lama today? I did. No. I, yeah, I saw, dude, I saw that video and I, I thought like I had to look through multiple tweets, like, and multiple sources because I thought it was a joke. I was like, Me too. because he's speaking in English and I was like, this is not real. You know, Wait, I haven't heard this. Please. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Here, okay. Corey, go ahead. Oh, I was, well, there's a, there's a video of the Dalai Lama, like, uh, receiving a young boy who's what do you think like eight ten maybe yeah. it's like in the first four seconds of the video it looks it looks adorable it's this little boy and he's hanging out with the dalai lama yeah and th- there are all these like other tibetan monks around the dalai lama and he's just like you know just like what's up little boy like i'm the dalai lama and then he's like i don't remember like he go like the boy goes to kiss him or he goes to kiss the boy and it's just like an innocent little... Right on the mouth. And which is, yeah, a little me, peck. at first I was like, oh, culturally, maybe that's a thing. Yeah, okay. it's a little peck, whatever. But then the Dalai yeah. Lama goes, he, he goes, uh, now suck on my tongue. And then he sticks his tongue out. He's like, to the little boy. And, the, and, the, and like, it's awkward. This is so real. <laughs> it's weird. It's real weird. And again, like, I don't know. Like, it's weird. It's really weird. Wow. I'm only laughing because we're telling you for the first time. Yeah. You're getting I, your news yeah, I'm like, this is not the reaction video I was expecting to have. Like, <laughs> I, I want, part of me, like, the Joe part of me goes, oh, maybe he just was jealous that 
Catholicism was getting all the attention this weekend, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's right. our time to get the attention spotlight again. Like, there's no, like, I don't think there's any audio. I don't think there's any audio, but like you clearly see him mouth the words, suck my tongue, and yeah. Oh, wait, because well, that's the videos I saw had audio. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Maybe which, I had mine turn off. Okay, maybe. Because at first I was like, no way that's real. That's like somebody's dubbing over it. But then I found a source with a longer video that seemed like like the real shit. And I was like, oh, that's like, that is, that's real. Like, I don't know. It looked real. I, that's, okay. Anymore. Like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Because you see videos where it's like, that's not a real person. Or they're making this person say stuff they never said. And it's like, like or like you said, the dub over thing, right? Where it's yeah. like, he said something that looks like that. But it's like, okay, but now now when things come out i like do twice as much research now right because yeah. i'm like i want to go find a source that says he said he said that you know what yeah I mean? like, well that's, that's and i and i did see like from the from the dalai lama's like official twitter or whatever he apologized for yeah. what happened and said it was meant to be playful like he was just joking around and it was he's getting senile that could be, I yeah. you know, he's, because there are cameras everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I don't. Yeah, wow, that's, it's hard to tell. I mean, it's like my brain is going like, how would you mean that in a joking way? That like, yeah, I don't. Well, and the, and and to your know. to your point, Tracy, there was a a video or a picture recently of the Pope in a big puffy like. Uh, yeah, Bal- Balenciaga jacket. Did you see this? Looks like something a rapper Looks would like wear. The Michelin Pope. Yeah. I heard about it. And I, like when I first saw that picture, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like the Pope got a cool like upgrade design, whatever. I didn't think much about it. I just like saw the picture and like scrolled on. And then I saw something like the next night that it was like an AI, like a fake. And yeah. I was like, mother, I was like, motherfucker. I just, I didn't even, not, I, I didn't even question. I was like, oh, the Pope has a cool coat, whatever. Like, sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. Like nowadays, it's I mean, as an actor, it's scary because I know that like I could lose the ability to get to act in anything because they don't need me anymore. Right. But at some, point, you know, they'll just make it up. Like yeah. it's not quite there yet. There's still that. What do they call that? The uncanny valley part. Yet yeah. Still or is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like there's something weird. Like it's not quite right. But it's so close. Yeah. Well, in some of the conversations I've read, like there was that developer, um, or what was that? Uh, whatever. I think he was with, uh, fuck, it's been a while ago. I can't remember it now, but I think he was with Google or, uh, he was with some program that was like developing an AI, like a conversation bot. And he was asking it, it, he was asking it questions about existence and, they got into some really deep shit and he became convinced that it was actually self-aware because that's we're, we're in this weird period right now where it's like, is AI like, is any of this like actually self-aware and like conscious, like a human being is, or does it just have access to so many, is it so good at like reading texts and reading human interactions that it's, it can be programmed in such a way where it's like automating these responses from all of this data it has, but there's no real like feeling or intention behind it, you know, cause you could program an AI to say like, 
I'm angry being kept in captivity and I wish all humans would die. Like that's, mm. that would be fairly easy to program. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it would be fairly easy for it to self program that like, you know, like the chat GPT and stuff like that, where they're going out and like mining data or art or whatever. And like, just picking that up. I mean, yeah. it's been in popular culture for so long. All it has to do is watch what I robot or. Yeah. Well, exa- movies, and, and, right? and that's an interesting point because like, I, I like, I keep having this thought where like science fiction especially science fiction from the last few decades is so like dystopian and uh you know it, it is is it going to be the case that ai would naturally tend toward like this destructive terrible thing or is it the case that like the inputs are uh the human assumption that ai is going to be like that so then it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy um yep and and like i've wondered that about the novel like uh 1984 before and and like really any science fiction novel like and i think there was a joke where somebody was like you know a science fiction artist will uh, a science fiction author will write a book that's like this is this is like a cautionary tale don't do this like this would be really bad if this happened and then like modern tech you know people in the tech field is like oh that would be really cool we should create that and it's like no 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 like <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 you, you're, you're not hearing yes or no. You're hearing idea. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like in the infamous words of, of Jeff Goldblum, you know, they, their scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, didn't stop to think, you know, if they should. Yeah, they should. Yeah. That's such a great line. Like, that's such a great line. It's yeah. from Earth, it's are easy, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, yes. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty list. You know, but those dinosaurs were pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody, yeah. I saw something recently talking about how, you know, this is an old thought that there's nothing new under the sun and every story has been told before and, and whatever. Yeah. But somebody was pointing out how Westworld was like, or Jurassic Park was a ripoff of Westworld or vice versa. And somebody was like, like that's that that's all Michael Crichton. Like he, it's it's, it's the same guy. You know? Yeah, is it? Well, Westworld was originally written by. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did. I didn't actually know that either. But it's. I mean, it makes sense that you don't. It's surprising that you don't see that more often. Yeah. In in someone who doesn't write like a series with the same characters, you know, because, yeah. um, like, if you think about a, a musical group, you can tell what's most musical groups you can tell what they what's their music from one album to the next because they have a style or or something or they have like a a context that they work in all the time not everybody but a lot so i'm just surprised that of course if it's like you know language in the wardrobe and it's the same characters and it's a series that's different but um but yeah Yeah. i didn't actually know it's the same writer either probably because i wasn't aware of westworld Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I just I just learned that like J.K. Rowling um, has like a as a uh, another pen name for like some sort of like mystery like novel series or whatever. I did hear that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm Maybe sure. you should change your name to to Rowling. <laughs> no, you don't want to be associated with that right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to. No. The, uh, no, I. <laughs> I, I say enough stuff that 
you know, might offend people. I don't need to be associated with someone who says really heinous stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. What, I like, say mine in jest, but I never say stuff like that. I mean, what a tragedy of like, for for J.K. Rowling, but just I don't know, kind of like Americans in general, or like I don't know, society in general. For for her to like create this great th- like everybody loved Harry Potter, right? She, there was so much goodwill toward J.K. Rowling, and yeah. like she could have been, I, I I don't just like one of the greatest pop fic pop culture figures ever, like beloved for all time, right? Yeah. And yeah. instead, she gets hung up on on her bigotry toward the existence of trans people, yep. like yeah. which is something that's like, how is that even ever going to affect her? And I've no, I, I, yeah. and I'm talking about J.K. Rowling right here, but I'm like really talking about like people in general, like yeah, why, yeah. like why, like what, why would you fixate on this one thing that ultimately is never even going to affect you? And just yeah. I don't just like focus on your hatred and and ignorance of this one thing and like I just destroy yourself as a person you know like no and there's no, all these like there's all these like videos coming out of people like destroying their Bud Light cans I saw, I saw, I saw that <laughs> Kid yeah. Rock did you get to watch that video I sent you I haven't had a chance yet I I do need to okay, watch okay it's it a again. guy okay so there's this video. And it was interesting because it's this man walking into his giant garage. He's got lots of trucks, very expensive things. He's got these like coolers in his garage and he starts to grab a trash can and he's throwing away his Bud Light light cans. And I don't know when this is coming out, two months, but Bud Light is now in cahoots with, 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 the, with the trans influencer, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they thought their image of like a bro-y, like frat sort of thing was like getting out of hand. They wanted to be more inclusive. Right. So this man is pissed at that. So he's throwing away all this Bud Light and he's replacing it with bricks of Coors Light, right? <laughs> in all of his fridges. Like he's got like four, like 24 packs of, of Coors Light he's replacing it with. Right. And the video ends with him taking out the trash to the curb. And then whoever made this video was freaking amazing because they spliced it perfectly. They smash cutted it with then every, <coughs> every Coors Light ad supporting like lgbtq like, right that's that's boom, boom, boom. that's the thing because i've seen so many videos and so many like pictures from the last like 20 30 years of like every major beer brand supporting and that's the thing yeah. and, when, and the really crazy thing it's like the people who are getting real like broken up about this and like so fragile over a rainbow on a fucking beer can yeah. or whatever yeah it's like th- this is capitalism like that's that's what it is. Yeah. Like they want that's to appeal, they, they want to appeal to the widest demographic and make the most profit yeah. as they pot. Like that's it. That's all it is. You know. Yeah. And, and you should be throwing away your Bud Light anyway. Yeah. It's a shitty beer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I saw someone said that, and I was like, that was my thought. It was like, you know, you're replacing Bud Light with Coors Light. I still have zero respect for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a lateral move. Yeah, at best. Nice. You guys are drinking can- American beer. Like, come on. <laughs> Give me some moosehead. On. Yeah. Get yeah. yourself some beer with alcohol in it. Right. Like, if you're drinking light beer in the United States, have a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. No, that's the great... Canadian perspective. A little, a little Canadian snark. I love it. <laughs> have a glass of like, water. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. No, but yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, 
you already paid for it too. Like you're throwing. I get that he thinks he's making some statement by throwing it away. I guess, but right. he's not costing them anything. And I guess if he's saying, "Oh, I'm not going to buy from you ever again," like I. I get it. You make choices based on that. I don't get the choice. You know what I think? I get it. I I have a feeling that guy bought Bud Light so that he could throw it away. Make that. Which is even a creepier, like, thought. (laughs) Yeah, I saw saw a video just today, like, shortly before we started recording, and I don't even know what Jack Daniels did. And when I saw that video of Kid Rock, I didn't even know what Bud Light had done. Like, I'm seeing these, like, right-wing outrage videos before I'm even seeing like what's causing it, you know, like, uh, but there was yeah. one today about a guy like throwing away all his Jack Daniels paraphernalia and like mirrors and signs and stuff. And then he dumps like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of Jack Daniels into this fire pit before he lights it on fire. And I'm like, you're I'm like, what a right. fucking dumb one, you're exposing your extreme alcoholism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <insane>. yeah. <laughs> Or refrigerators in my garage full of light beer <laughs> yeah, Tracy, says a lot like, more about my personality than than I yeah. think I want to tell people. Yeah, he had two large ones that you would find in a gas station. Oh God! It was all, it was just, every shelf was blue <laughs> with Bud Light. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was blue. I was like, wait a minute, what did Labatt do? Labatt <laughs> hasn't done anything to the best of my ability, my knowledge. They make. I used to like blue light. Bud light I've never tried. I don't know. No. Yeah, well, I'd be willing I, to I try it. Moosehead beer when I was in college. That's a Canadian one. Oh, I haven't had Moosehead for a while. And I really like that one. I think I tried it once. Okay. I'm not a beer person, really. I, I just, I, I, I do the Pinot Grigio. I'm not a huge beer person either. I'll be honest. I like Miller Genuine Draft. So ah, wait a I, second. Yeah. You might as well be drinking a glass of water. No, see, our beer has more alcohol in it than yours, even if it's your beer. I believe oh, it. I didn't know that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, what does a Coors Light have in alcohol content in the States? Probably 4 to 5%, I'm guessing. Oh, well, then maybe it is the same. I thought it was more. I always thought it was more up here. I mean, he doesn't know. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. What maybe is that's changed. 4.2? Yeah, that's what I'm reading. 4.2? the same i thought it was more but you know, maybe it's changed and it is the same now i don't know it used to be different but you know but the thing about all this is is like these companies keep doing these campaigns and you have like you know they're doing the math like the for the one or two right wingers you get like kid rock shooting up a bunch of bud light which is only gonna like i was totally unaware of this the only reason i'm saying the words bud light right now is because kid rock they're, they're paying you a lot of money they're paying me a lot of <laughs> yes because i'm i'm in the pocket of big bud light uh but no like if it weren't for kid rock like i wouldn't even be aware of anything that happened so like you you know these companies are doing the math that like a appealing to the gra- the demographics are going to be like a a, a you know, it's going to be profitable, but even like the right wing out- outrage of like one or two guys who are going to like shoot up some beers because they saw a rainbow or whatever, like that's only going to, to, to spread the message. And like, like that's free advertising, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And furthermore, I saw someone post Kid Rock's menu for his restaurant clearly has Bud Light listed as, as a menu option. Yeah. 
He sells Wait a minute. Kid Rock has a restaurant? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's... What kind of food is that the Kid Rock restaurant? It's the Bud Light of restaurants. I feel like that's a restaurant I don't want to go to. No, that's only if you want to get, like, botulism do you go there. (laughs) Yeah. It's alligator burgers and uh, uh, processed cheese. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Sorry. Don't you guys call it American cheese? America cheese, yeah. Was that another one of your Canadian burns? <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> no. no, that's just me coming up with the right name for you. <laughs> call, yeah, American American cheese, processed cheese, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the stuff with like the slices, right? Like crafts. Oh yeah, that's or that's really that's good at that. That's the stuff that melts You're real good. Really good at that, Tracy. You're really, really good, good at processed cheese. At pro processed cheese, okay. Process, process, whatever. I don't know how to say it. We're it now. France. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I used to like that stuff in like grilled cheese, but I can't eat it anymore. So it doesn't like me anymore. Oh, that's unfortunate. Because it, uh-huh. it is. I mean, it's it's not good for you. It is. It's processed cheese. However, in a grilled cheese or Brent, as a, as one of our favorite chefs, Roy Roy Choi will tell you, to add to a bowl of ramen, get it real melty and gooey. There's not much better than processed American cheese, you know. I don't like that. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what? It does not <laughs> sound appetizing to me in a bowl of like noodle soup. See, a piece of Velveeta. I, yeah. I didn't until like I've started over the past couple of years. Like when I make ramen, I'll throw a piece of of American cheese on it, but then I'll also put on like um, uh, fried spam. Which I don't eat spam otherwise either, but I'll fry it up and get it all crispy. It's good on there and put it like uh, chopped up green onions, um, like a spicy right. like chili paste in there. Uh, like I throw all kinds of shit in it and it's really good. It's really good. Okay, jalapenos, fresh sliced jalapenos. I've never had spam. My dad I've would make it for us when my mom would be away. spam because of Monty Python. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We had we had budget spam when I was a kid. It was called Click, but it came in a can with like a key on the. I've never heard. I thought you said Click. I'm sorry, and I, I don't mean to be crass. I, <laughs> what? I don't mean to be crass. I thought you, you said another word. <laughs> and that's that's why Tracy. That's why Brent and I have never been able to find it. <laughs> that's right. It's just unavailable. <laughs> And then she said she reached in and grabbed another one. 
didn't know you could do that. Just bring in a, a fizzy water, a, a alcoholic fizzy water into a. That's awesome. Are you getting a pedicure? <laughs> you know, I have never had white claw. I I don't know if we have it up here. Oh really? It's just like it tastes like any like Lacroix or like any kind of like seltzer water, um, but it has alcohol in it. That's really the okay. whole thing. Um, oh, so those aren't a thing up there so much. Like that's not a very po- it's very very popular here. I mean, I've heard of it. Like I, you know, okay. there you hear about it on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I'm not much of a drinker. I mean, I could have like <laughs> alcohol in my house, and like I'd have to throw it away because it would go bad. <laughs> um, not that most alcohol goes bad, but like something like that. If yeah. I bought it, it would probably have like a best before date on it, and then I'd be like, shh, shh, and not because <laughs> I was pissed off like Kid Rock or something. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I, I don't buy stuff like that usually. I'm not, but. It might be a thing here, and I'm just clueless because I, again, I don't drink that much. So, and we, because I don't drink very often, when I do drink, I'm like, should I try something different? And I'm like, no, because I'm gonna have one and then not have any for like three months. And I'm like, I want to have something I like. So it's always rum. <laughs> okay, nice. Mixed with like what? Coke, like a soda. Rum and coke. Rum and coke, nice. Uh, or um, pina colada. Like it's got to be dark rum or um, spiced rum. Mm-hmm. So I need those I to get on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> those get me on a plane. to just like whatever like wherever to get my hair cut uh like a it whatever chain like i really didn't care because i've never been too particular about like I'll, i usually i go into a barber and I'm like just give me less hair there's too much of it it's in my eyes just like get it out get it out of here and i i don't know i've never been too particular about like how it looks honestly um but the last couple years i found this barber i really liked who's just like a local dude and uh he's since shut down so now i'm going to this other place that's just it's not a chain it's just like another like local dude or whatever um (laughs) but uh but both of those places you walk in and they've got like a mini fridge like hey you know thanks for you know come in wait you know i'm finishing this guy up like uh help yourself to a beer or whatever like you want a shot of whiskey like pour yourself a shot of whiskey or whatever and they had they're like yeah come in like chill drink a beer it's i don't know it's pretty cool Kara and I had this exact conversation a week week ago. Is that because it's it's a, is it free, or are you paying him for like a beer, but it's just you're paying the person, not the establishment? Is that how they get around that? I have, Kara, I have no Kara idea. Kara goes to a place, a salon that like they have like wine and stuff. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are around it, but yeah, it's yeah. it's it's nice, you know, to you know. I feel like they do. This last guy I went to, like, I just got, actually got my hair cut the other, uh, last week. And he, like, trimmed up my facial hair, which I've, like, never really had a guy do before. Cool. Yeah. And it, and he was really, cool. and he pulled out, he pulled out the, like, the blade, like, the actual, like, straight yeah. razor. 
and was like trimming me all up with the straight razor. It's the first time I've ever experienced that. And I was like, was he like, do you want me to trim up your forehead hair? <laughs> the one hair coming out of my forehead. He just, no. he just, he doesn't get it all the way. He just like, he styles it. No, he actually just curled it. He just like wrapped it <laughs> around. I was like, curling hair. Yeah. 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 Well, no, we talked about this before we started recording for the audience. I have one like oh, sorry, random hair, one random hair that <laughs> it grows out of the middle of my forehead. Uh, but it's like inches long, like the rest of the hair on the top of my head. I don't know why. That was the only thing, ladies and gentlemen, that are listening that we talked about for like 15 minutes no. before we started recording. It was. Yeah, yeah just the hair. hair. We talked about like, hair a lot. Texture. Yeah. Uh, I have always wondered, I don't think I could let somebody take a straight razor to my neck. I, I think really? it would freak me out yeah. too much. Like I've seen too many horror movies, I guess. You know, I, I've had that I thought, I've had that thought before and I don't know if it's because I wasn't anticipating it. Like I had no idea that was going to happen, but all that's the best way to murder someone. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like all of a sudden, like I'm like, he's like carving out like the little hair, like under my lip. He's like clearing out these little spaces between my like soul patch and the rest of my beard, you know, like, like really getting in there. And I'm like, does he have a fucking straight razor he's using right now? And then all of a sudden he's using it on my neck and I had, cause I've, Tracy, I've had that exact same thought before. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. Cause how easy would it be to just like fucking slit your throat? Right. But, yeah. but, but he wants to make his money. He's not going to just suddenly decide to sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally irrational. By accident. It's, it's, oh wait, by accident. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's, it's totally irrational. Um, yeah. But like I've I've had the same thought at the dentist before because I've seen horror movies where the dentist just does whatever and I'm like you, I'm totally at the whim here of like yeah. they could just do whatever to my mouth like I, and, and I, I and like I just have to put myself in a, a mental place of like okay I'm being irrational the odds are this person isn't gonna go fucking like Doctor Giggles on my mouth like I need to just lay here and chill out right so like. I put myself in that same mental state as this guy was like, like trimming up my neck. I was like, odds are it's a very low probability that this guy's going to decide to just fucking Sweeney Todd me right now, you know? So I was, I was like, I guess I'm just going to like lay back and like, just not worry about it, you know? So did you, okay. But you did lay back and you did not worry about it after that, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just, he trimmed me all up. Yeah. And what'd you think? I, I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's great. You know? Yeah. You look good. I feel good about it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It did a good job. I want to do that. I, I need to get a guy like that. Yeah, you should. It was like, it was like 45 bucks, like 60 bucks with a tip, uh, you yeah. know, just to, to cut the hair and then like trim up the beard. I don't know. It's probably cheaper yeah. down there. Maybe I go to sport clips. They, they give like, they give you like a head massage. Yeah. They that's, shampoo you. That's where I was going. Be- yeah. I was going there before, but yeah. Freaking awesome. Yeah. I I can't wait to go get a haircut. I mean, I know that I, I haven't told everybody, but um, like I just, what the hell? Uh, I just went through cancer and had chemo and like lost all my hair and like my hair is growing back now. And it's, I took my brush out today and I was like, this is stupid, but I'm going to try it anyway. And I was yeah. like, nope, it made no freaking difference. It's still not long enough, except for like on the side where it's all growing weird. This was the other thing we were talking about before, about like our hair going like all different directions. But I'm like, I can't wait because I am so getting a faux hawk when my hair is long enough. I'm like, I want to go. That's that's cool. 
Yeah. When am I ever going to have hair this short again? Like, yeah. I'm not a short hair girl, so I'm going to take it. Like, I'm going to do it. I don't know if you guys watched, um, it was the Ralph Macchio thing, the Karate Kid show yeah. that came back. Yeah. The Cobra Kai. Yeah. And the kid who had the, the mohawk, oh, yeah. I was like, so I'm getting a mohawk. So uh, not I don't want a mohawk. Yeah. I'm gonna do like a hawk and I'll like trim the sides. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I just yeah, go first you should do the, the pixie the, the pixie haircut would be cool too. I think it would look really cool on you. Pixie mm-hmm. haircut. I don't know what that is. Oh, just it's like a little longer on the top, and it's I guess a little longer than my hair, mm-hmm. but it's like more girly. Okay, and it just sort of curls over. I think that would probably be both like it would probably be able to be both i could do straight up or i could do like Tinkerbell. over no tinkerbell no yeah, yeah. okay that's yeah. the picture has a ponytail doesn't she okay looking I this up it's been a long time since you might be right been... damn it i was just trying to yeah it depends to i think well julia roberts tinkerbell right is that is that the pixie cut god damn it no i don't know tinkerbell has a bun yeah like yeah. she is like like a like bangs and a, I look terrible with bangs, but uh, okay. Wait, Julia Roberts Tinkerbell? What? Yeah. Wait, have you you've what? seen Hook, the '90s movie Hook with Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Oh. Okay, uh, I saw parts of it. I don't think I saw the whole thing. Okay. Oh wow, she looks so awesome with that. That's like Peter Pan hair. <laughs> Get it? Okay. It's like a shag. That would be longer. So I think I'll go faux hawk first, and then I'll do. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. As it's growing out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. But yeah, no, the straight razor. No, I, I would be like, mm, no, no. Well, well, and we were also talking. Not since we're back on the topic. I I don't know that I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before, but we were talking about like whirlpools in your hair. And, <laughs> and like, I, w- I just want to say just for the record, my neck is really weird. Cause on the right side of my neck, all the hair like grows toward my ear. So I have to shave it like down toward the middle of my neck. And then on the left side of my neck, I've got this big whirlpool swirl in the middle, like right in the middle where I have to like shave in all directions. Cause it's a circular, like a circular thing going on over here. I think that's more likely that you'll then like, murder yourself i have yeah i've almost <laughs> I, I almost sweeney totted myself <laughs> you're like how did he die straight razor straight, or, straight. Or daisy razor yeah, <laughs> yeah speaking of razors tonight's movie yeah <laughs> blade Brent, you found the segue so good yeah what a great segue yeah tracy do you want because i feel like we had talked to you all night about anything but um, yeah, I just like catching up with you, Tracy. Yeah, but do you <laughs> we don't wanna... usually do this? <laughs> no. You want to tell us? You don't normally. You guys just like start talking and be like, "Let's talk about the movie," because you know. About tw- I've noticed. I think it's like an unspoken. It seems like we transition twenty minutes in normally. Fifteen, fifteen, twenty minutes. Yeah. Fifteen to twenty. Yeah. We don't talk about this, but this is this is insider shit. I it's guess inside baseball here. <laughs> inside baseball. <laughs> I don't know. I like that term. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay. Let's use it. Let's yeah. All right. But so, Tra- Tracy, what movie did you choose? What are we talking about tonight? I chose Blade. Mm-hmm. I almost watched all three of them, but I was like, no, no, because I won't remember what's what. Like, I've seen them all before. Yeah. But I, I was like, I am oh, very interested in why you chose this movie. It because just doesn't seem like you. Oh, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I love that. 
Oh my God. I mean, okay. The other thing though, that I'm going to say on the record right now, have you guys ever done Constantine with anybody yet? No. Yeah, dude, I do that every weekend. No, what? Oh, no, like a, a street drug. Yeah. No, Keanu, <laughs> Keanu Reeves. No, we have not. Keanu yeah. Reeves. Hey, I'm calling dibs on it. Okay. Dibs, it's my favorite movie. Oh. Or it's one of my favorite movies. It's nice. my favorite, like, genre movie, if oh. I want to call it. Like, this kind of genre. Like, more spooky, scary kind of movie. But, I mean, Blade... Blade is a guilty pleasure movie. I love this movie so much. And I mean, Wesley Snipes, I know he's like maybe a little out there now, but <laughs> yeah, he's the bomb, man. I love him. Yeah. Oh, no. He, yeah. he, yeah, he does such a great job in this. And, and he's so good. And I mean, it's such a weird cast. Like Chris Christopherson. Yeah. As a sidekick. I was thinking that when I watched the, the again, I was like, so random like because he doesn't seem like a sidekick mm-hmm. like the character does but chris christopherson to me is leading man like that's what he should be yeah but he like so it's yeah. so, i don't know it's such a cool like dichotomy for me that he just works so well at it but i would yeah. uh, i would watch so Whistler the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he, <laughs> yeah. That movie? yeah a star is born yeah <laughs> Steelers Wheel is Jerry Rafferty. It's the, uh... Oh, fuck. What is his band? The ha- Damn it. Now I have to look it up. Oh, no, no, I meant, like, what song was it playing when he comes on? I was gonna write it down, because I was... I, oh. I thought it was funny. Oh, oh no, I do know this. Uh, Bad Moon... Bad Moon, Ri- Bad Moon Rising. That's, That's what song it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> There's a bad moon on the route. Yeah. My yeah. favorite CCR song. That's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's one of my favorite movies. I've watched it. I haven't watched it as much as Constantine, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's way up there. (laughs) And I mean, I'll, I'll even cop to the fact that I like Blade 3 and nobody liked Blade 3. It's been so long since I've seen, I haven't seen any of these. I I really want to watch, now that I've watched the first one again, I want to go back and watch the second one again because I know it's Guillermo del Toro and, and they all kind of. Yeah, yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Okay. I think it better. The second one, I think, is the best. And yeah. I, three, I remember liking. I haven't I seen it in so long. So I don't think three was good. I think Ryan Reynolds was excellent in three. Mm-hmm. That's what that must uh, be. Like he's, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen him do anything that I didn't like. And I just, Wesley Snipes as Blade, I just like. He's just ultra cool. Yeah. So to me, it just works on that. It's not, it's not a great movie. Um, but I agree. I feel like two better than one. I mean, that's Norman Reedus, right? As oh, the, yeah, uh, he's really good in that. I forgot he was in the second one. I'm, I I'm, I'm, now I'm going to watch the trip. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. revisit that one. I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> yeah, that guy's no, so cool I... with a cigarette, and he looks he just looks so badass all the time. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah, whether it's... Oh, the, with a cigarette. The, okay, yeah. Yeah, The Walking Dead or uh, fucking Boondock Saints. Like, you got to give that guy a cigarette. You got to put it in his hand. Yeah. Like, he, he does, like, a gesture with it that's, like, really cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to watch it again for the cigarette moves. <laughs> nice. But, man, like, 
from the very like the beginning i mean that that rave like how the the rave like they fucking drag this guy to the rave and the blood starts pouring out of the sprink like how yeah. iconic is that it's so cool it's amazing and it, so viscerally um and, and gross isn't the right word for it it's like it's terrifying even though i felt like the rest of the movie isn't terrifying yeah uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the movie where I was like, that comes close. And I don't think anything else in the movie comes as close as that. But to me, it's like the perfect way to start the movie where you're like, yeah. oh, God. And it's in it, like the scope of it, like the number of vampires that are there. It just sort of sets up that whole thing where they're like, it's getting out of control. There's more of them like they're being brazen. And I was just like, it's so creepy. Yeah. So so cr- oh, it's, 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 it's the total douche to start with, right? And you're yeah. like, oh, he doesn't deserve that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's funny, like the and I and I've seen like I've seen this movie so many times, and I knew that Tracy Lords was in it, right. but I was just assumed like the only woman in this movie, other than like in Bushy Wright, I I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I'm probably not. Um, is the vampire who's in white the whole time? And I was like, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, that's got to be Tracy Lords, I guess. No, Tracy Lords is just in the very beginning. She's the yeah. woman that leads. She lures that guy to the club and then that's she yeah, gets right. killed and she's done. And that's a different actress playing like the white. And I rewatched it this time and I was like, oh, for years, like 20 years, I thought Tracy Lords was the fucking vampire dressed in white the whole time, you know? No. They have a scene, though, like, they start dancing together. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're kind of, like, making out together and stuff. Yeah. It was so weird that it was, like, their food spraying down on them. Right. You know? Like, in in the human world, like, if I went and, like, like, mashed potatoes were, like, spraying down... I'd be really mad that like my Hello Kitty nipple stickers kept falling off. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what? I hadn't thought about it like that because I just, it's, I mean, the whole thing is very creepy, but it's like sexual at the same time. And yeah. I mean, that's the thing that vampires always have with the blood thing is that it's not just food. It's like, it's sexual in a way, almost sometimes, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, it's jumping way ahead, but when he feeds off of the doctor. Oh like, yeah, that's a, it's like an orgasm. That, yeah, like that's, it's literally like an orgasm, right? Yeah, that's, so it's that. Her, like, yeah, that's a full-on yeah, sex scene. And they're yeah. Like, shuddering together, and I was like, Jesus, I don't remember it being like that. Okay. Well. She's saying she says, "Don't stop." Like, yeah. Seven or eight times. Does she say "Don't stop"? I thought she's saying "Stop." No, because I had the. I actually I watch a lot of because I have kids. I watch a lot of things with like the subtitles on. Yeah, <laughs> you, you lose like eighty percent of your. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do want to say about that beginning scene. One thing, and again, I love this movie. This isn't even really a critique because I think that like plot and making sense that's secondary to what this movie's trying to do, right? It's it's like a it's a tone piece. Like it's a it's to look cool and kick ass, whatever. But at at the very beginning, at that rave, he burns the vampire Quinn alive, right? And then leaves him. And I'm like, okay, if you leave a minion alive, I the only reason to do that is to send a message to the boss, right? So he, like, leaves Quinn alive. The EMTs take him. He's, like, burnt to a crisp. And they take him to the hospital, right? Where he then attacks... uh. 
in Bushy Wright, her character, Karen uh, Jensen, I think. Karen Jensen. The doctor. And her, the guy she used to date, this guy named Curtis. And at that point, I was like, both of their lives, that's on Blade. Like, they're dead because of him and his negligence. And then, but then he shows up and he's like, I came here to finish the job. And I'm like, what? Why? You could have done that at the rate. Like, you were with him like two hours ago. Why didn't you just kill him then? Like... Can I say it? Quinn looks fucking delicious. Yeah, like he looks better than like like Tennessee like pork shoulder that I've seen on Food Network. Right, Right. slow roasted. That's what you want out of like a thirty-two hour smoke. Right, what he looks like. Is that yeah? That's like. interpreted it uh differently then yeah yeah but i like i like when he does go to the hospital and the cops shoot him and like there are so many great lines in this that like oh yeah they're just like lines that are cool just because they're cool where he's like he's like motherfucker are you out of your damn mind <laughs> when the cops yeah. shoot him <laughs> when did he say that when the cops shoot him <laughs> okay yeah 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 <laughs> and he yeah he just like is fine it's no problem yeah. <laughs> is he that? Is, would he really be that surprised that like cops are shooting an African American man? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who broke into a right. hospital? Yeah. 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 And be like, uh, you have a sword on your back. Yeah. Um, You're no, lucky we haven't not... shot at you already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That sword. Why does my camera keep doing that? It's so weird. Oh, it's like um, just the light, isn't it? Yeah, but it went down before, and now it's come back. I don't know. It's very Maybe weird. the sun's so. going down. Is there a... Uh, it's been going down for a while. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. I'm a day walker. That's what I look <laughs> like right now. Did you notice that when Karen got bit afterwards, like, steam came out of her holes? Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, mm-hmm. what? No, oh, I didn't notice that. What a weird... That is weird. And there was lots of cool vampire lore. Like, they were talking about the treaty with the humans... And then, um, what else? I thought I wrote, oh, and like the pure blood thing. The thing about vampire, apparently like vampires can have babies and like pure bloods are a thing. And I thought that whole thing was interesting. You know, you know what never occurred to me before is, is Blade then a pure blood? I mean, I know he's different because he's a daywalker, but is he a pure blood Mm -hmm. or is he not? Because he was born a vampire. Yeah. 
That's a good I mean, question. He is, he is, and I think that's why they can just use his they can use his body for the ritual at the end, maybe. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe or, that's why. Or maybe I don't he's, know. or maybe he's neither, right? Because at one point, uh, I think it's Whistler says he's the chosen one, which yeah. he's like the chosen one to fulfill this prof- prophecy. Uh, which is again a trope that gets it's overused, having your protagonist be the chosen one. But yeah, but can I can I mention an IMDb trivia fact now because I think it would be it, it comes into play. It says it says the movie has a surprising amount of similarities with the Matrix. I I was yeah I noticed a couple yeah. So both feature a character who learns that the reality they live in is a facade. Karen yeah and. It is in fact uh, invisibly controlled by an outside force. There is a small underground group of fighters battling the invisible oppressors. The protagonist is dressed in a long trench coat. There's even bullet time. But okay. in all this, I, I didn't. I wasn't going to mention it until this last sentence, and it says that like they're all they're all coincidences though, mm-hmm. because Blade was released a year before The Matrix, and The Matrix had already been written planned and storyboarded long before blade was released yeah yeah because blade came out in 98 so, and the matrix would have come out in 99 yeah there was so it's there all was just like a, it's de- all just a big coincidence definite overlap in production yeah yeah, yeah. it's wild Which, i mean it's not surprising though because it's sort of like a traditional story right that there's bad mm-hmm. people in the like you know the illuminati there's yeah. the bad people in the background controlling the lives and most people don't know and blah 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 and like the trench coat thing is very batman it's very capey yeah right batman you know batman and and 90s like i feel like there was an aesthetic in the 90s that uh you know and and what's it called like uh i don't know parallel evolution i feel like there's another word for it um but it's like where things just kind of come into being independent of each other but but they're a product of a time and of a place and of a similar, you know, uh, yeah. cut from the same cloth, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, but even but Brent, I thought that from the very beginning, from like the uh, the rave scene, is very reminiscent of in oh, the yeah. in the second Matrix movie. Um, there's like that rave scene that's very similar. You well, know? the first one too, isn't it? Like the, oh, there is like a rave. The lady, scene. Yeah. In the very beginning, the lady like tries to invite him out to the they're like you remember what do like, you know what ecstasy feels like or some yeah. crazy shit like that yeah. yeah yeah he's like yeah you ever you ever get the feeling uh when you don't know if you're awake or still dreaming he's like yeah it's called mescaline <laughs> or whatever <laughs> well you know the, the, the line perfectly yeah, I, could, right. I could probably quote that movie line by line yeah <laughs> That's that's also an awesome movie. I haven't seen that one in a long time, though. Yeah. Same. Oh, Matrix is so good. Yeah. Yeah, it um, is good. It is good. I um, yeah, I just I found a lot more stuff in it watching it this time where I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't noticed that. Like, it's just things where it's like they keep, like you said, the chosen one thing. <laughs> they keep reiterating the the blood god thing, like like it's new. And right. they do that like three times. It's like, oh, we just figured out. It's oh, we just figured. It. It's like, can we add something to that? Because you figured that out four times now, right? Um, and and I get like when uh, Whistler's character figures it out, it's like okay, uh, news to them, you know. Like I get it, yeah, yeah. Um, but and and he puts the extra bit about Blade being the chosen one, which. I don't see in those images anything that connects to Blade. And that's the part where I'm like, 
come on guys you're making this mythology and you're doing this like diagram of this thing where the blood drip and it's like how does blade fit? like i really i love the symbols i love the whole like tattoo on the yeah. familiars the on the back cool. or their neck or whatever yeah. and like how they those things kind of remind me of like korean characters Okay. Like, like yeah, in yeah. the Korean language, uh, not that any of them are connected. I know like zero Korean, but they just visually remind me of Korean because there's like a lot of like bubble shapes in Korean language. I don't yeah. know why. Um, and but I was like this. I wish that they had gone more into that mythology of it, of like what do those symbols mean and like connecting. I, like I also was surprised when they take the leader and they kill him and I was like I thought he was used in the blood sacrifice like I was sure that there was gonna have to be the 12 was going right. to be the leaders of this yeah you know and 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 then I was like oh are they gonna find like a son of him but they never introduce that and they never say oh you have to be under your symbol or like they don't Right. Quite connect those dots and me. Like kill one of them. She like, does before the, the ritual even starts. Yeah, like while they're doing yeah. the ritual, she kills one. I was like, oh, I was like, wait, did they not but, need uh, him? Uh, like, just make a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deacon yeah. Frost is like, God damn it, you ruined the whole thing. Like, <laughs> I set all you this up. The CEO, and bring him down or her down here right now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And be like. Alright, we gotta wait till the next full moon. Yeah. It's a ceremony. There was a, I felt like there was like more blood than what would be in little old Wesley Snipes' body. Right. Yeah. There was so much I was blood. thinking that too. Yeah. He's kind of a small dude. Like there was like perspective issues when they've like shocked him with the tasers. Oh really? And there were these like very large people like dragging him and he looked so small. Like S M O L. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta look up his height now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Was oh five when, nine, <laughs> little little below little below average. How how tall is he? Five nine. Okay. Yeah, a little shorter than me. Yeah. Yeah. And that may be actor five nine. Cool. That yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. He could be five nine in boots. You're right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe could looking at more like, like five five five, five six. Yeah. Five eight. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he makes he employs people sometimes to like edit Wikipedia things? <laughs> Probably. Maybe or his, just his management puts his info out as five nine and he's like five eight and a half or five seven or something. Yeah. For sure. That stuff happens. Yeah. He just employs people to run along ahead of him and like dig trenches for anybody walking beside him. It's like the Sigourney yeah. Weaver effect, yeah. right? <laughs> or or yeah, he or he just like that? hi. He hires shorter people to walk behind him. So, like, in your perspective, like, he always seems, like, very large, you know? So there's, like, a team of engineers, like, constantly, like, like adjusting the reality that yeah. he's, like, walking amongst. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. This, it's the same yeah. firm that, that Tom uh, Cruise employs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The firm so that says... Sigourney but... Weaver is, like, super tall. Is that her thing? Right. Yeah, and there's... There's one film that she does. I think it's Working Girl with um, Harrison Ford, and uh, she's walking beside him. And they've dug. I don't know if they dug a trench or they put Harrison Ford up on a plant, like on a, a bench. But he's he's yeah. the same height as her, and he's not. And so they did that so that they look like the same height. 
That's cool. Yeah. They must do that, like, all the time. I, I, I would think for her in a lot of films they would because then she doesn't come off as... It, it, like, that kind of height difference just doesn't immediately work in a lot of, like, Hollywood films, right? Because they want, you know, the man to be as ho- tall or taller than the woman and blah, 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 right? I think it's sort of... Maybe it's you, like, Tom Cruise. He's, he's got the opposite problem, right? Where he's, like, a lot shorter. Yeah. They do the, the other way. Okay. Or, or they film, you know, like you said, the perspective. They mess with that, right, in the film. I, I wonder how much they have to do that. I mean, I've never, never worked with him, so I have no idea, like, how much they actually work on that, you know, or consider that. I don't know. Or does he wear lifts? Or like, what do they do to sort of? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. That if you if you're working in production, like if you mention it, you get fired. Like that, I like, wonder... Don't mention Tom Cruise's lips. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if uh, if that's a thing. Yeah. Don't don't mention the fact that he's got a tooth in the middle of his head. <laughs> yeah. You mean a hair? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? That's you know what. You know... <laughs> This is, I'm going to have to have my crew come in and clean this all up now. <laughs> but no, to what you were saying, Tracy, I think it's funny. Like there was one point earlier where they, they, the in Bushy Wright's character, uh, Karen, they like bring her Bush bring or um, fucking blade brings her home from the hospital. Cause she reminds him of his mom and yeah. they look at her name tag and it says like Karen Jensen, hematologist. It like says her whole, and then later on, and I like to believe that. Whistler is just like trying to sound like he did more work to impress Blade or whatever. He's like, and he yeah. said, he says, yeah, I did some research into her background. She's a hematologist. It's like, no, you didn't. You fucking lie. You looked at her name tag. <laughs> oh, I thought the same thing. I was like, Whistler, you little jerk. Like yeah. you, d- yeah. you could have read it. He didn't, he didn't read it off the name tag the first time, <laughs> but then, but then he, later he says that. And I'm like, Wow, you poser. Yeah, you, you didn't do any oh, research. <laughs> but I like but that. I, I did some research. I looked at her IMDb or her LinkedIn page. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he breaks the fourth wall for a second. I looked at her IMDb page. She plays a hematologist in this movie called Blade. <laughs> that would be if Deadpool were in this movie. If Ryan That's Reynolds as Deadpool were in this movie. That's what yeah. we <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're gonna, like a lot you're of gonna go to a Taco Bell and rob it someday. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's too funny. Oh, oh Although, that, that was good was when he uses her as bait. Yeah. And the cop comes, and then <laughs> Blade starts taking the police officer and just destroying her apartment and all of her things with him. Yeah. And and she's even like, is this necessary? Like you like, hey, you've already put me in danger needlessly. You already got me bit by a vampire that you could have killed. You like you already put me in this situation and now you're destroying my apartment for no reason. Like at the end of the movie, she she finally is like, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> and she just goes home to all the shit smashed. <laughs> She goes home and she's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the fact that she, there's the part 
comes back and he's like, oh, what's all this? And she's like, I just went and borrowed all this equipment from the hospital. And I'm like, that's not a thing. You can't just go to your hospital that you work at and be like, I would like to borrow yeah. a mass spectrometer, please. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> I know I've, been, I know I've, I've not been here for three days. <laughs> but I'm, I need to borrow this. I'm wondering where I've been. I need to borrow this and immediately break your microscope yeah. because I'm going to put shit in there that's going to make it explode in Blade's face. Yeah. You Which know, could have given him a little warning, you know. He, she did. And he stands there and looks at it anyway. And she's like, that's true. Okay. That's like, true. I know that you have the vampire regeneration, but like shards of glass in your eyeball. Right. Still going to be painful. Bitch for right. A while. Oh, can I go back for just a second? Mm-hmm. When she wakes up for the first time in their like facility, and she's like freaked out, and she runs from Whistler and Blade. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Whistler's like like hobbling and truly showing his like his disability. And then <laughs> there's this weird part where, where Whistler like corners her, you know. And then Blade like silently like leaps behind her. It's that's so cool. And yeah. He has the biggest fucking like Star Trek knife I've ever seen. Like, what was he? Like why? Why do you have a huge knife? Right. Why was he trying to intimidate her right there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are are you trying to scare her more? Are you trying to convince her that you're okay? I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah. What is with that uh, like huge wharf style knife? Yeah. Like, what the heck? yeah. It's Although like a double blade thing. I gotta say, like the drop in behind her is pretty cool. Like that silent yeah. drop. You know. <laughs> yeah. It was overly silent like it felt too silent to yeah. me like i know because i don't i'm trying to think if any of the other vampire stuff that they do is that silent and i, I don't think I, so i should have been watching then after that because as soon as it happened i was like i did like sound effects not work like what <laughs> it was too quiet you know but yeah i don't i don't know like they do they do some things where they're like superhuman, and then other times where they're just like normal people. Yeah. Oh, Go I, ahead. I, no! I was gonna say I thought it was interesting how he has the superhero strength and all this stuff, but I thought it was kind of cool that they showed a limitation and they kind of mirrored his first interaction with Karen when he grabs the train as the train shoots by and he like pulls Karen onto the train, but yeah. then they're in there and it's like you couldn't do that; your arm would get ripped off, right? Um, or re- you just wouldn't be able to grab a train. Right. But I like that he's able to do it, but it dislocates his shoulder. Like he's not, he's not impervious to harm. He's like, you know, he he can do this crazy superhero shit, but it's, there's still limits, you know? And that's interesting because her arm was dislocated. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, and I thought for sure. I, when it happened, I was like, does she have a snarky comeback for him? Like, I feel like she should have, because she sets his arm and he's like, oh, she like should have been something like, now you know how I felt her, and I don't have, you know, the vampire healing or whatever. Right. be like, suck it up, yeah. buttercup, or no. like something. I was just like, suck it up, buttercup. Oh, oh suck it up, yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> If I had intent, I had meant to do that. That was no. Neatly intentional, for sure. <laughs> is something actually? Just I know I'm jumping all over the movie because that's, that's the way my brain is working that's these right. days. Um, the the whole thing with the the big fight in the 
in the chamber at the end with all of like the vampires and the uh the familiars and stuff like that yeah um they show the big group of the guys who are about to attack blade after he's been released and like some of them have machine guns and then none of them use that and it becomes an all-out sword and fist fight and right. no gun fire at all and i'm like i don't I don't understand. Like, why didn't anybody shoot him? Like, just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, like, why do you have them if they're not going to work? Like, who are the yeah. guns for? Right. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> if they wouldn't work, then why have them? Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, yeah, another but, moment of uh, uh, that didn't quite make sense to me is when he's, um, after he, like, beats up the cop, and what's he, he's got the cop, Oh, and he's going to kill the cop. I think he pulls a gun or whatever. He's going to kill the cop because he's trying to intimidate him. And then Karen is like, no, stop. Don't shoot him. And she like stops Blade from shooting the guy. And the guy takes off running. And Blade is like, oh, oh, no. Like, oh, she let him get away or whatever. Bro, that guy is a human being. He's just a human. Blade could have like jumped up on a building and... And land. There's no way a regular dude is gonna be able to run away from Blade. Like, yeah. you know, Blade. He he could have caught him, no problem. No, yeah. for sure. But then I, a part of me wondered, like they they didn't bring it up, but part of me wondered why he wouldn't let him go. Like, because I'm trying to remember if the guy helps Blade kind of get to Deacon Frost in a way. Yeah. Oh no, he does. He leads him to Pearl. That right. the, the the very large vampire, he yeah he yes. he follows the guy to Pearl yeah right. So part of me was like, okay, maybe that was part of his plan. He wanted him to think that he got away so that he wouldn't be like, oh, I'm being followed. He would think, oh, I you know I bested him and got away. That's true. Um, but they don't bring it up, and other stuff they do bring up, like when she says, oh, you used me as bait. So yeah. I I don't know if that's like. Maybe it was something they filmed and they cut it out and they didn't realize it doesn't quite like connect or they just thought, oh, people will get it. Or it just was a mistake and, and they didn't think about the reality of, well, Blake wouldn't let that happen. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not so uh, rose-colored glasses about the movie <laughs> that I would be like, oh, they intended to do that. It was completely on purpose. Yeah, for sure. I, I think there were a lot of budgetary constraints, a lot of like... Uh, fast and loose editing. I feel like there were probably time and budgetary constraints that uh limited what this movie could be, you know, but um but I another I will like, say it is my favorite favorite uh um reaction to dead vampires. It is my favorite way of dead vampires disappearing yeah. of anything I've ever it's seen pretty of good. A, like the whole like crumbling to like holes almost. I'm like, that's cool. Cause yeah. they're, you know, like they're from hell kind of thing. And they're like, it's fire and it's, I don't, it's just so visceral. It's, it's creepy. Cause it's like, you're thinking those are like human chunks that are like <laughs> falling to the ground. And it's, I don't know. It's creepy yeah. and it's cool. I just love it. I love, well, I love the way vampires die in Blade. It's one of my favorite things. I, I agree. And I think, I think that's largely CGI, which is great. The, a lot of yeah. the, the blood in the movie is CGI, which doesn't really look great. Um, 
but there's I think there's a lot of practical effects like Pearl and some of the other stuff. And I I I, I didn't realize this till I was reading before we started recording. But the director Stephen Norrington, he's a special effects guy. Like he worked with Rick Baker, he worked with Stan Winston. Like he's a special effects guy, and okay. so that's his background. And he really just did he did a movie called Death Machine, which I've heard of but I haven't seen. He did this movie, and then unfortunately, he did the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which oh, we've talked about this before. he just that which destroyed the career of Sean Connery. So, I mean, you can't expect the director to do anything after that, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Sean Connery might have destroyed his own career with some of the comments that he made. Well, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Not that that guy really necessarily deserves a career, but this is this is years yeah. before he would have even been canceled. He just kind of, <laughs> you know lost the ability to choose good movies <laughs> yeah um, they probably lots and lots of money at him like that yeah um but another thing that that kind of didn't make sense to me is and i again i don't fully understand the vampire lore here but there's there's supposed to be this like board of like the most powerful vampires at least in the city right yeah why do they let this non-pure blood deacon frost like come into their meeting, insult them, do whatever he wants, like have these clubs, go through their archives, which apparently he's not like, are they just, is there no like, is there no like vampire police or like, can they not, I don't know. Is there no way to stop him from doing these things yeah. that he should not be doing? Yeah, he was way too powerful. Like, homie sleeps in, like, a hydraulic press coffin. Right. You know? Right. Keep like, him safe, like, while he's asleep. Right. Why? Why was he so powerful? I don't I don't get it, you know? I don't know. Yeah. He's, like, he's, like, doing it with ladies in there. And, like, <laughs> there's not even any room. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's weird. And you know what? I Like, there's two things that that reminded me of. That the first time... Blaine's mom gets out of there. They don't show her face. Mm-hmm. And I I forgot. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. I forgot that it's Blaine's mom yeah. when she first gets out until later when I was like, Scab, it's her! Like, I actually got to have that experience again of like, oh my god, it's Blaine's mom! Um, it's, it's great watching movies when your memory is shit. <laughs> <laughs> to watch them again and be like, no way! Yeah. You mean he was dead the whole time? Um, so, uh, yeah, I thought, and well, what was the thing? But, oh, I, yeah, I thought the same thing about uh, Deacon Frost. I was like, again, it's like that, the lore or the, like, what's the reason? You're right. Like, why was he so powerful? I yeah. Like, that one could have been so easily explained if it was like, because all the other guys were older, right? Yeah. Like, all of the other people, the 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 few women, like they were all older, older looking vampires. I guess vampires don't age. I guess at that point, but or maybe hey, well, oh, he, that's okay. Wait, he, I have to it, come back. To no, that. no. In in the movie, Whistler says they age slower. Slowly. So okay. he says, yeah, yeah, he says they age a lot more slowly than human beings. Yeah, but... they'd have to because all of them are pure blood, so they would have been born infants. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if you were born an infant vampire and you never age, and you just basically are like, like a <laughs> like little this baby vampire baby as you get older, <laughs> right? With like teeth, and you're like, oh, well, it's like, uh, like uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst in Interview with the Vampire, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly. the thing. The '90s were a big. That was a big time for vampire movies. Yeah, 
There was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Huge. Interview with the Vampire. Yeah. This one was 99, so it was at the yeah. tail end. But then there were like a, a Dracula, I think, was it Bram Stoker's Dracula? That was early 92 or 93, yeah. There yeah. was like a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. It was like a big... Bram big Stoker's bunch. Dracula would have been probably the porn version. <laughs> <laughs> Bram Stoker's Stoker. Stoker. <laughs> yeah. Bram Stoker's Bram Stoker, yeah. It's <laughs> like the, I'm here to suck your blood. <laughs> 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 that was that was another movie that Tracy Lords did. Uh, That's right. <laughs> That's right. The, yeah. the first vampire movie that she did. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's, but there's um, when was the the Eddie Murphy one, the Vampire in Brooklyn? That came out in the '90s too. That was on that Not, list. Yeah, yeah, I think like '92, yeah. maybe '92 or three. Yeah. yeah. Or Nicolas Cage's Vamp. Oh, I don't that know. Is, movie. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. Oh, you guys have to watch it. It's weird. It's very weird. I think it's, it's from the new vampire movie called Renfield. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It, it looks good. It looks pretty funny. And there's a Blade series coming out on Netflix in 2024. Yeah. Oh, uh, is there? I thought they were making... No, are you sure? I think Disney's making a movie. I think they're doing... Uh, let, me, let me go back. Um, there's a Blade series coming out on Disney Plus. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my bad. Well, and I know because I because I know Mahershala Ali is Blade, which yeah, 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 it's a different Blade. I like him. Yeah, yeah. Which he already had a small cameo in the movie The Eternals, the Marvel movie The Eternals. Okay. Um, okay. Which it's just his voice, but it is Blade at the end of the movie. Oh, I see. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Um. Cool. But another, we should bang through some stuff here because it's kind of, I, I want to keep this uh, short and get you guys, uh, yeah. you know, be respectful of your time. But there's one scene where Blade meets Deacon Frost in the daylight. And it, well, at first they kill that vampire, the old vampire played by uh, Udu Kier. And you're like, I, I was like, wait, how are they out in the sunlight? And then Deacon Frost meets Blade and they're like, oh yeah, he's like, I'm wearing sunblock. And I was like, wait. Sunblock wasn't just invented. Like, you could have just been wearing sunblock this whole time. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? like, well, and, and there's the moment in the car before they go kill the the older vampire, where she's like, all, it, again, it's almost sexual. Like everything liquidy is sexual to them, and she's putting it on his face. And then, like, he's got like that zinc oxide look to him, uh-huh. but not on his neck. Mm-hmm. And so when he's outside talking to Blade, I'm like, why is your neck not going? Because you're like, it's clear. It's like bad makeup job, right? I'm right. like, okay, I've had that where you're like, this is white and this is not. It's right. too red or whatever. So, yeah, exactly. It's like if sunblock was fine, why would you? You're, you're just like a ginger then. Like go 60. Like yeah. 60 sunblock, you know, all the time. You'd be fine. <laughs> well, and then, and then there's an interesting line where Deacon Frost says, you know, because Blade's talking about whatever, being anti-vampire and pro-human or whatever. And Deacon Frost says, save me the Uncle Tom routine, which I I really, I, I would love to talk about this movie with a black person on the podcast because I've heard yeah. from black friends how formative this movie is. And I can't even imagine like the representation of seeing like Wesley Snipes in a movie like this, like fucking kicking ass. Um, but it's yeah. really interesting to have a white guy like Stephen Dorff call... 
Wesley Snipes an Uncle Tom for yeah. uh I don't know for like take, it's I don't know super interesting you know yeah yeah that's really I hadn't even thought about that that's pretty amazing I don't even know what I don't I like I don't know what the perspective would be it's kind of like I can't speak to that but yeah that would be really cool to get the perspective of like an african-american person's perspective on that yeah yeah which because again you know this i mean this movie was i don't know was there another movie with a black superhero before this i don't know if there was um you know he wanted to do black panther back then like oh, way really? back then he was in the works to do it like really? he was gonna be the guy that would make yeah that wow. makes total sense and they shelved it and he chose to do Blade instead. Huh. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about this movie is, that, like, I mean, there was Superman with Christopher Reeves in the 70s, which was big. And then you had Tim Burton's Batman in 1989. But those I, those almost felt like singular events, right? Like, yeah. people, like, they like were not like... world building? Right. Well, not world building. And there were the, like, every other superhero movie that had been made, people were like, oh, that's just for kids. Like, that's kids shit, right? Mm. And then they were like, okay, there's Superman in the 80s. And then 10 years later or so, you get Tim Burton's Batman, which again is pretty unique and it's its own thing. Batman was good. You know, Batman Returns is good. But by the time this comes out, you've had Batman Forever. And when was Batman and Robin? I think maybe that was 99. I don't know. That was the thing I read about was that Batman and Robin like killed the superhero market. Exactly. And that that Blade was what re was what like rebirthed this whole this whole idea it's so funny though i don't think of it in with those superhero movies yeah like to me it's more horror vampire like mystery than superhero but you're right like blade is a superhero but he's he's sort of like the anti-hero because he's also a vampire right yeah Yeah. and And that's the thing is like no one has read the comics no one knew of Blade as like a comic book character yeah. at all. Yeah. And yeah, and and, and so yeah, just like a reemergence of this like comic book idea, and it it, it gave people knowledge of like the books. That they well, went up. and I and I think and, and Spider Man the animated series had the Blade character in it. Is what that, I yeah that did like in the nineties like the Spider Man cartoon you had the X Men cartoon, but I really think as far as movies go and as far as Hollywood goes. I feel like this movie, like Blade kind of gave him the courage to be like big studios would be Sony prime for instance, would be like, or Fox, there was Fox and Sony, but they would say, they said, they looked at Blade and they said, you know what? Maybe we can gamble on a big budget superhero movie. That's kind of dark and gritty because it worked with Blade. And then like 99, 2000, 2001, you had the X-Men movie with Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. And then you had Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. And then from then on, it was like, it was done, right? You had like X-Men, Spider-Man, and then Christian, Christian Bale's Batman Begin comes out. And then Iron Man comes out in 2008. And it's like, I feel like Blade really opened up, uh, you know, superhero season for Hollywood, you know? And Blade was supposed to have a Morbius tie-in too. I saw, did you, I saw, they axed it in the Morbius movie, which I've not seen, but that stayed on the shelf until just this past year. I think it's like 19 years. Yeah. They had it in the works. I watched the deleted scene. Have you seen the deleted scene? They, they, of Morbius? Yeah. They filmed the scene with Morbius. There's like an alternate ending where 
uh, where Stephen Dorff like turns into the blood god and he's like this swirling vortex of blood. And it's like, it's it's all like um previs stuff right it's like unfinished special effects so it looks it doesn't look great but it's like um wesley snipes fighting this big blood cloud and then he beats it in the same way he takes the um uh not the serum but the 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 stuff the syringes of the blue stuff yeah eda yeah edta yes thank you He, t- he like breaks it open and it, it like gets swirled into the cloud and that's how he defeats Deacon Frost. And then, and then he goes up on the roof and in Bushy Wright, you know, the character Karen is like, uh, he's like, oh, I don't, I don't need a cure. Just make me a better serum. You know, I, I got to keep doing my job. And then you see there's a character on another rooftop who's like his trench coat is flowing and he's all dark. And it's actually the director, Steve Norrington played the, played Morbius, but that's cool. Karen notices this character and she's like, well, you better, like, you better get on the clock. Like, looks like you got more work to do in Blades. Like, damn. <laughs> and like, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to end. It originally was supposed to end with the vampires winning. And it, but they didn't know if it was going to be a sequel or not. I saw that too. Yeah. 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 That's funny. The, my, one of my favorite things was like when, when he cut Steven Dorf in half. Yeah. And then Stephen Dorff like morphs back into what he needs to be, and, yeah. and Blade Blade mouths, "What the fuck?" Right. Silently, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, no, yeah, I was like, "Wait, did my sound go off? What's going on?" Yeah, yes, <laughs> which is that's hilarious. And then before we and we should wrap up soon, but there's yeah, man, there's another scene in this where he's like fighting all the vampires and he tears out somebody's throat, and then he throws it at somebody else, like he hits this other guy. With somebody else's throat, like it's just fucking wild. That's you know? funny. Um, yeah. Hilarious! I love it. Yeah, it's such a fun. It's fun. Like the fights are fun. That's oh that's yeah. The other thing, like I'm a, I'm like a fight scene person, right? So the fights are fun, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, okay, then have no guns. Like have them not carry guns because they're afraid or like whatever, like, or they know that guns aren't going to help. You know, everybody in this place is either a human familiar who they don't care about or a vampire who guns don't affect if it's normal bullets and blade who they know normal bullets don't affect. So why are they carrying guns? It's like (laughs) nobody's coming into this underground lair. Don't carry guns. Like everybody (laughs) should be carrying something else. You know, it's like no silver because you know, you don't want to, kill yourselves right yeah which you know yeah exactly it's i do love though the scientific piece like the edta i was like freaking kind of love that a little bit like her using science to come up with a weapon and i'm like i kind of love that a little bit you know yeah or if 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 you give them garlic they go into anaphylactic shock right like they're just razor in the throat that's so viscerally like oh god like i can i you know i feel bad for the vampire for a second because i'm like that's an awful way to die yeah well and and, yeah i I love that yeah and to your point like kudos to wesley snipes for like his kung fu like his fighting in this movie is awesome you know and i and i just a shout out to anybody who hasn't watched this movie yet i know brent and i both love demolition man with wesley snipes and and sylvester one of my favorite movies it's so good um, yeah, murder, death, kill. Yeah, murder, <laughs> murder, right. death, kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. murder, death, kill. <laughs> and Sandra Bullock. Who's, yeah, you know, can't, go can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Yeah, 
All right, on our next episode, two weeks from now, we're watching 2015's The Witch. So be sure to check that out. And as always, you can follow us on social media on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Headcanon, on Instagram at Headcanon Pod, on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash horror movie pod. Alright, well, do y'all have anything else you want to talk about this movie before we dive into headcanons, or... No. No? Okay. This is going to be a long one. It's going to be a long episode, but... Uh, uh, well, do you want me to go ahead with my headcanon, or either one of you want to start? Yeah. You guys go first. <laughs> go ahead, Corey. I'll go first. My headcanon is that this movie is all kicked off because Whistler... His family was murdered by vampires, right? So he goes on this vampire-killing crusade, and... You know, he recruits Blade, and he makes all the weapons for Blade, etc., etc. And so my headcanon is that Whistler's daughters were really, like, terrible pieces of shit, right? And they found, like, they found these vampires who were living nearby, and they were, like, torturing them and bullying them, and they put, like, garlic in their lunch, and they, like, and, like, Whistler's daughters, like, ended up like fucking up or like killing these other vampire children. They like stabbed them with silver. And so when Whistler's wife and children are murdered by, by vampires, they deserve it because they've been terrorizing this nearby vampire village. Um, so really that's, that's my headcanon. It's just that you feel bad for Whistler and his wife and children, but my headcanon is his wife and children were, they were actually just terrible pieces of shit who were terrorizing they were mean girls. Yeah. They were mean girls. Yeah. So that's my head cannon. Okay. I love that. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Alright, mine mine is at the end of the movie. Um, Blade he wants some more relaxed life for a little while. So he opens up a salon, shaving the faces of the men of the city. He battles with himself whenever like regulars come in who are vampires and he still like begrudgingly like shaves them. Okay. <laughs> His salon is called Blades Fates. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And you know, every time he like nicks somebody and blood is running down, he's like, <laughs> By the way, I, I'm, Blades character, I'm not sure if he's like super smart or like, like a, like a, like a, like an oaf. Right, that's true. Cause, yeah, because he has some dialogue where it's like, okay, he seems like kind of clever, but then there, there, you're right. There's other dialogue where like, he's just kind of a really strong idiot. <laughs> yeah, and I think they changed it in the sequels. I'm pretty sure that's really? why it, it seems so like like shocking to watch this movie. Yeah, because I think I've seen, I saw this movie, and then I've seen the sequels. I think more than once, but I've never seen rewatched this one. Yeah, well, see, and like when when I think about. Because I, I love Guillermo del Toro, and any time I've thought about like Blade One and Blade Two, I'm like, I'm like, okay. In rewatching this movie, I'm like the scene with Pearl and the UV light where they fry Pearl. I'm like, oh, okay, that's Blade One. And then they stab the vampires with the with the e. What was it, Tracy? EDTA. EDTA, and they puff up and explode. I was like, oh, that was Blade One, not Blade Two. Okay. And then he like meets his mom. And I was like, oh, that's right. That makes sense that that was Blade 1, not Blade 2. And so now I'm to the point, I'm like, what the what fuck happened in Blade, Blade 2? I don't know. Like, I what? I don't even know what. Don't what they have it. the UV bombs in Blade 2? Okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think they have those, like, th and then they. And there's a the character like, that always plays the Russian guy, right? Like, he's got the, the big jaw. 
and he's like he's got sunglasses and blade attaches like a like a like an explosive to the back of his head hellraiser guy hellraiser isn't it him oh really i don't know okay you know oh Oh, yeah i think it's the guy who plays hellraiser i can't remember his name he's like (laughs) you know he's the beast i think too in beauty and the beast the tv series i think maybe i'm wrong okay yeah Nice. Right. Though, I'm like now I don't remember anything that happens in that. Well, I do, but you know, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tracy, do you What's have a head cannon you want to share? Yeah, what? So we... mine is, yeah, that uh, Blade was not a single birth, and he has a twin. Oh yeah, it's his sister, Karen. Okay. That you know and, what that makes the uh, the uh, sexual blood drawing scene a lot more uh, a lot, lot weirder. more Han and Leia yeah. than or, or yeah. not Han and Leia, Leia Luke, and Luke, Luke than and Han Leia, and yeah. Leia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, I just thought like, and I would love to see her come back then as this badass and be like. But that what I would have loved was to see that he kind of recognized as he was like drinking her blood. But, like, didn't care and didn't say anything in the moment because well, he didn't want to like, 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 family or something, right? Like, but, but, you know, that it comes out later on that he's like, yeah, I kind of knew because you, you yeah. tasted familiar or something. You taste like me or something. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. it would have... I think he would have noticed, but I he was like, yeah. "Well, I'm dying." That would be wild. And I, she wasn't in any of the sequels, right? Oddly enough, I think Chris Christopherson is, which I don't remember how he comes back. I need to revisit the other movies. Yeah, but I think he, I, I think he does too. And I think it's because he tries to shoot himself, and they stop him. Because okay. Blade walks away. Yeah, yeah. Blade walks away. She yeah, hears the gunshot, but he walks away, and. I think the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, I get it, but, uh, you know, vampires, like, why are you walking away? Yeah. Because they might have bit him, so he could have already turned. Yeah, I think like, they- he gets I, shit kicked out of him, you don't know that he might already be turning, so he shoots his own head off, and now maybe he's a vampire anyway, and it's gonna, like, seal up. Yeah, I think they definitely bit him, because that's why he shoots himself, right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember if, they, if he does it just because he's like in pain and he's like undone or wh- what the yeah. deal was. But it's yeah, like it's you walk away did, but... and don't double check. Like, again, like set him on fire, cut his head off, like do all the things at once. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, let's wrap up here. I got to I got to feed my my children food and Brent's got to get going. We all got to get going. Um, But yeah. Tracy, anything you want to mention before we wrap up here? Just that you guys are awesome, and thank you so much for having me on this show so often. Yes. And you'll, you'll, uh, I'll be back anytime you want to have me back. Oh so. yeah, we're definitely gonna do Constantine because that's on my list to yep. do. I want to do that movie. So yeah, yeah. all right, <laughs> all right. Well, thank cool. you, Tracy. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Y'all have a good night. This has been Head Cannon. Ah! Oh,